0: My name is Elena, and I'm a career fellow at the Tufts Career Center. Joining me today is Thomas Rind, a 2018 graduate of the engineering school and current software engineer at Google. Thanks for coming on the show, Thomas.
1: No problem. Happy to be here.
0: So let's start out with uh, giving us a brief introduction, if you will. Uh, Tell us who you are and what you do.
1: So uh, yeah, right now, um, I'm a software engineer at Google. Uh, I just started about three weeks ago. I'm on the uh, Google Maps mobile team. So this is basically working on Android maps um, and basically just trying to make it more accessible and things like that. Uh, Before that, uh, I was doing embedded engineering for a tech consulting company. um, And that was a much more different role I would say. Um, And I can go into that or uh, I can talk about that later because I might Mention that uh, when I talk about previous jobs.
0: Sure, totally. So I want to start us out by talking a little bit about your college experience um, and really your Tufts experience. I know that there's a computer science program in both the engineering school and the arts and sciences school. So I know that you decided to pursue the engineering program. Um, I'm wondering, like, what helped you make that decision or what kind of benefits you feel like that had for your career?
1: Yeah. so. My bachelor's uh, is in computer engineering and my master's is computer science. And so computer engineering specifically is EE-compy e. focused. Um, and then there's the computer science school of engineering. So it's, it's a slightly different thing from the computer science program. Um, and so computer engineering is definitely more uh machine focused so for instance classes were were less uh less focused on like programming theory and more on like assembly language and vhdl um and and things like that um and i think this this major definitely pushed me towards more embedded programming to begin with um and and i think that's that sort of, it, it sort of guided me on, this is where my career might go. Um, and then the master's, which I did for computer science was also in the school of engineering. And I, at the time, I'm not sure if this could be done in a school of arts and sciences, or because I was already in the school of engineering. Um, it, it uh just put me there to begin with um but i think the benefit of not doing the school of engineering for computer science is you can focus more on the actual computer science part of it because with when you're in the school of engineering from what i remember i it could have changed in the years following you do have to take a a a bunch of prerequisites that uh that could make you more, I guess, mathematically focused. Um, And I know friends that didn't enjoy that and I had friends that did enjoy that. Um, Personally, I think if you enjoy computer science, I would lean towards not the School of Engineering, just because I think it allows you to learn more about that specific subject and not have to focus on on all the other things. Um, It also, I think gives you more leniency on on, uh, free credits and and things like that. So you can take languages. Um, I think you have a better chance of going abroad um, because with computer engineering, it it was very hard to go abroad and uh, I didn't, I think, no one in my year actually went abroad. Um, And I think I had a friend in the year following us who did. um, And they enjoyed it a lot. Uh, So uh, did that answer your question?
0: No, absolutely. Yeah. So it sounds like you did a lot of Well, I'm not a computer science person, I should, I should qualify that first. But it sounds like you did a lot of working like, with parts of computers, um, and not necessarily like talking to them, if that makes sense. Um,
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'll just summarize. So the bachelor's of computer engineering was definitely more of uh, machine focused, more like you're dealing with the actual hardware, but from a programming sort of perspective. Uh, When I did the master's, it was definitely on a higher level where you're making like, more application types things
0: okay yeah that makes sense so did you always know um, during your undergrad that you wanted to go on to do more of those application sort of things
1: I definitely did um, because to me uh, I didn't enjoy the electrical engineering aspect of of the computer engineering program it it is a very rigorous very um, just a, it's a tough program that I think if, if you don't understand a lot of like mathematics, it can be demoralizing sometimes because it is, it makes you just rethink everything you do. Um, and I, I remember like going to office hours and, and st- like you spend a lot of time there just trying to understand one concept and you don't get much of a problem done. And I, uh, I think with computer science application level stuff, it comes more naturally. Um, I, I, it, it definitely differs by person though.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so once you knew like kind of what you wanted to do, did grad school seem like the obvious choice for you?
1: I I think it was it was sort of a one it was a, it was a good deal um at the time because it was only one year and and on my resume I could say I had a master in CS and I to me I sort of knew I wanted to do more CS focused things and I saw it as a almost as a um a uh a ticket to if I wanted to pivot somewhere, it would help me. Yeah. Um, so, cause I, I think I applied junior year. Um, cause yeah, that's when you, you usually apply to the five-year masters. And when I applied, I thought, okay, this will give me one, an extra year to think about what I want, two, it will let, it, I think to me, I'll be able to open more doors because from just a, a visual standpoint, a master's looks good. And then three, it's going to give me the training that I think I am deficient in where I want to improve.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. It sounds like that was a really good move for you. Do you feel like that ended up um, like helping you in the way that you wanted it to like, do you feel like that did what oh, you wanted it to do?
1: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um I think, I think had I not taken it, I would have not been where I am today. Um, I probably would have been more embedded and more uh, electrical focused, and I I think I would have been unhappy with that um, because it's 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 just one thing that I think that CS doesn't do right in a career standpoint is that most interviews are algorithms focused. And if you've never taken an algorithms class, it can be tough to understand these concepts. And when I took algorithms uh, my master's year, I, I didn't fully understand what I was doing, um, but then uh, I had decided, okay, I want to change jobs. Let me focus on, on just making sure I understand this. And because I had taken those classes, I I think I finally started to grasp it. Like it took some time, but by the time I, I had my interviews, I felt very comfortable.
0: Yeah, that's, that does definitely sound <laughs> like Like it did what you wanted it to do then. Um, do you feel like after your master's program, your career went in the direction you like expected it to go, or do you feel like there have
1: been any surprises? Well, there was one big surprise that affected everyone. Um,
0: yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: (laughs) I, I think, I think that COVID definitely changed what I wanted in life, um, because originally yeah, I, I did enjoy my last job, um, but that w- I was only there for six months before work from home and things like that. And uh, basically embedded, you do a lot of hardware things um, and it's still programming, but you need to have the devices. And so I had about like a big chunk of my room just allocated to work and things like that. And, uh now for my current job i just have one laptop which is very nice uh and and i think like just the the uh like i think when covid happened i realized that a lot of the things that i enjoyed in my job were sort of just there to distract me from what I didn't enjoy um which is what benefits are um (laughs) but I but with COVID those were gone and I I thought okay I need to find something that I really really enjoy and makes me more happy to do and more fulfilled to do
0: yeah I mean that's yeah definitely what we're all looking for I think I'm I'm glad you're taking steps to get there i'm curious i know like the title on your your like linkedin for both of those jobs is software engineer so i'm curious maybe like not as far away from a technical perspective as possible but i'm wondering like what's the difference between you know those two jobs what maybe makes this job more appealing
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of, a lot of things on my resume just has software intern or software engineer on it. And they are all very, I would say most, about half of them are embedded focused, but all of them are very different. And um, I'm trying to think of it in in the least technical way possible.
0: Thank you. Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, and it's tough to sort of describe at my last job because it was uh, consulting, which basically just means companies come to us and say, we want this product, and then we make that. Um, So uh, for instance, they would come to us and say, we want this radio mesh network. Um, So we design, so I specifically didn't do this, but we would design boards. And, and that's something that I know I definitely didn't want to touch, didn't fully understand it, um, but we would design boards. We would then program those boards, something that I would do there um, and then set up like an entire stack for that. Or they come to us and say, and this was a product that I, uh, I had some issues with about the use case of it. It was a, uh, it was a helmet. That you put on, and it would suck up air and basically provide an air shield for you to prevent you from having COVID. The thing I have my my issue with this is that yeah, sure you're you have an air shield, uh, but also that air goes everywhere else. So, <laughs> like we still made a prototype, um, but the uh, you know they. Things with that project didn't launch off. Um, and so at, where I, at, at, that, at that place where I worked uh, at tech consulting, you tend to just work on a project and you get very fragmented and you're switching your time between everything and you're charging for hours and you're trying to limit the amount of time you can on a project while still getting it done um, which leads to issues. Um, and you're also, it's, it's, it's a thing where it's part programming, part, uh, customer service. And so, um, that, that can be a very frustrating thing. Uh, at Google, it is more of you're focused on this one product and, and make it like design it for the future. So don't just try to get it done. Try to make it uh, as quality as you can and maintainable as you can and scalable as you can. And so it, it and also it's, it's not a device, it is specifically an application. Um, one of the places I worked before uh, for interning and interning is sort of hard since you're usually gonna be put on one project. Um, this was, uh, a drone company for like farming. Like it was, it was some analytics for doing farming. Um, it was over my head of what the actual processing was. Um, but all I was doing was setting up a battery controller. Like this was one task. And the reason I didn't say there's one, it's a startup and there isn't, with startups, you you know, there is no guarantee about a lot of things. Um, and as someone who is coming out of college with debt, I don't want to do, yeah. deal with that. Um, uh, funny thing, uh, when I was working there, the I don't know if this is funny, but more of the drone for some reason would cut power. Like this was one incident. The drone cut power and then uh, turned upside down and then restarted. And with that, the propeller started going down, launched stuff into the cement um, and just blew up. And for a second, I was like, did I do that? Uh, as, as Steve Urkel would say, uh, turns out no, which made me very happy, but also like, oh no, that was not a good thing that just happened. But yeah. Um, <laughs> As as intern for one of these expensive drones, I was like, oh, oh, I hope that wasn't me. Um, but they wouldn't they wouldn't have been upset with me or anything. It's more of just like, a, like, oh, no, it, it was more of a self thing, like, oh, did I mess this up? But I think that's another thing just to like, just a side note, you're gonna mess up. And and being on a team that is okay with you messing up is a great thing. Um, like a blameless uh, uh, investigation on why something happened, and just owning up to stuff and having no one be angry or anything is leads to better better improvements and and just a better environment. Um, Uh, Another place I worked, I was literally just making like a GUI, which is a, um, basically like a, if I say UI, does, uh, if I say um, making something you can click and tap, (laughs) um, yeah.
0: Here's for me. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, Uh, basically making a, a control thing for a camera, and that was something I'd never done before and still haven't done in a while. Um, and it was only because a friend was like, "Hey, can you intern here? They need someone. Um, and mass Massachusetts like energy will pay for this startup salary for you. So I only worked there for like one term of that and and things like that. And that company was was less embedded and more of just,, uh, make this con- this control application. And I think the difference between that and everything else I was doing was that wasn't a a piece of hardware that I was coding. That was an actual application. That was a, um, that was something you would visit, like basically in a sense, it was just an app that you could tap and do things like that. And um, it was still just like, it was, It was, to me, it was still just coding. Um, It was, in the the end, a lot of it to me is just uh, uh, coding, Um, except my first job, which wasn't programming at all, um, which was just, I needed a job for the summer. I applied to the startup. They called me and said I was the least qualified, but the most enthusiastic, and they hired me, so. (laughs) And then at one point, they needed me to clean a closet, and I found a Bentley door, so.
0: Wow, it sounds like it was an interesting experience.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I would say if, like, you want some some weird experiences, work at, like, startups. They, they'll they just have, like, some weird thing going on all the Fair time. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so I think all of my jobs have been programming. Um, a lot of them have been embedded. But the amount of time I focus on something and the amount of scope and and things I need to deal with differ. So with consulting, there's a lot of customer facing parts. With uh, when I was an intern, I tended to focus on one thing and and one thing only. Um, And now at my new job, it's focus on one thing but make it as good as possible, and um, and you know learn as much as possible.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's a good and um, thorough explanation of your the differences between your jobs. So thank you. I appreciate that. I wasn't getting it. <laughs> now I definitely do. <laughs> um, with that being said. I'm wondering, and it's okay to say that you are where you wanna be. I know you just started a new role, but I'm wondering if you have any like long-term career goals or if you know what kind of direction you wanna go in.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I think that's, a, that's a very hard uh, question. I think to me, I just wanna be learning more and bettering myself, look for more opportunities to help, uh, look for more challenges, and I think I just don't want to be bored and I don't want to cause issues. Um, <laughs> because I think computer science is rife with issues. Uh, but, I mean, there's there's a whole ethics thing going on with AI and things like that. And um, I don't know if Tufts has ethics uh, classes. It does. Is, yeah, we do. Are, are engineers required to take them or? no? Nope. They should, they definitely should, but that's, you know, that's just my thoughts on that. Um, I I think, yeah, basically from a career perspective, I just want to uh, learn, always trying to be a better person, try to help, not be bored and and just, just don't make the Earth more worse than it is right now.
0: <laughs> That's a great goal. <laughs> <laughs> I really respect that as a long-term career goal. Um, mm. With that being said, if you could give any advice to students now, you know what would it be?
1: Yeah. Um, hmm. Like in a in a thing, just to 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 make sure you understand the thing go to office hours like I didn't go to office hours my bachelor's years most of the time so the moment I started doing it master's years things just started making sense and I'd realized oh yeah definitely should have done more of this um I think a lot of the time I was just trying to get things done uh and and I that that's that's good for the short-term bad for the long-term it's it's hard to do long-term planning as a student um, especially since you're swamped with a lot of things and you want to do a lot of clubs and things like that and there's just not enough time Um, but if you can try to make time to make sure you understand a concept and if you like something it, you focus in it, I, I, I think there is a, cause this is from an engineering perspective of, of, I, it, cause I don't, I don't want to give advice to anyone in the school of arts and sciences uh, because I don't know what it, I don't know what that curriculum was like. Uh, and I have a lot of friends there that, you know, I, I don't understand what they're doing. Um, and they don't understand what I'm doing, so.
0: That's totally fair. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I would say from from my perspective, things that I, I think people should do more is go to office hours to understand something. Um, it's okay to fail and, and just own it, uh, like be okay with it and, and talk to professors um, because I think if if you want to, if you want to sort of get more uh, mentorship or more advice from professors, they will not remember the person in the room who, who just showed up to class. They'll remember the person who acted interested, asked questions, tried to answer things during lectures, came to their office hours. Um, and you know that's sort of how you build a relationship with them um one friend for a like just because they wanted to they built our project for a class in Minecraft and they became that professor's like favorite person so you know just just things like that
0: yeah that is that's hardcore
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I I I was like, "Oh, uh, do we all get bonus points for this, or is this just uh, he <laughs> bonus- uh, didn't deserve any bonus points?" But I think I got some.
0: Oh, good for you! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I think um, that's that's everything I have for you.
1: Yeah, uh, I just I just want to say, like, uh, thanks for having me. Um, definitely, um, I think reach out to alum and and things like that uh i think that's it's good advice um personally i didn't know too much about herd until i saw i had bookmarked it and and then you had messaged me on and i was like oh i should i should figure out what this app thing is for but glad you did
0: yeah yeah i'm glad i did too thanks so much for coming on